Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to get into the second part of our NFL Draft Preview go second round and beyond mainly this is where we get into some more i think more interesting situations players that you could probably get for cheap that are kind of under the radar right now this is where you got jordan howard last year we talk about him all the time but this is where you get these kind of players that no one really might not know about right now but there's some guys who are definitely in some good situations i think out there that we can definitely target definitely in dynasty leagues but shoot even in redraft leagues you can get some guys for a dollar and they become some st- star after a couple weeks, and you got a guy in the keeper league for nothing, maybe. These are the kind of situations to get there. But before we get into that, make sure to follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Check us out at fantasyfootballprofit.com or send us an email if you have any questions at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And as we went over last episode, we've started up a little review contest here. Want to try to generate some more reviews on iTunes as that's pretty much the best place to get noticed. And the more reviews, the higher we get up on the rankings, the more people can find out about us, more people listen to us. So that's always what we're looking for. So what we're doing is starting for this season, we're actually going to be doing some custom podcasts for different leagues. We'll have a limited number that we'll have out there. We don't actually have the exact number yet. We just want to make sure we don't go overboard and, you know, have some podcast that we're not proud of so we're going to make sure we do you know a good amount and provide some good content for everybody there's some more on our website if you want to check that out at fantasyfootballtheprofit.com we have a whole custom podcast section you can get a little more info there but for the review contest basically what we're looking for write us a review on itunes or if you don't use itunes you can you know you can write reviews on stitcher or wherever you can write a review all you got to do though just send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Show us where you you know, wrote the review. Let us know what your username was, and we will enter you into the contest. So we'll pick a winner on August 1st, and whoever wins will get their league's podcast for free. We'll go over you know, all your teams in the league, who we think is going to win, who we think the best teams are, all that good stuff. So I'm going to jump to the second round. Actually, I'm going to talk about – I talked about this guy a few times. Zay Jones, the wide receiver. Um, from East Carolina, who caught just an insane amount of t- passes last year. This guy, I think he might have even been like had the most catches of all time or something. Individual. <laughs> like it's insane how many he had. But he went to the Bills, which again we said the Bills needed a number two receiver. So now you throw Zay Jones out there with hopefully a healthy Sammy Watkins, and it could be solid. But Zay Jones, I think, is going to be a good PPR guy. I could see him being like a Jarvis Landry type from a couple of years ago, where he's just going to catch a bunch of passes, not necessarily going to. I don't know if it's going to pick up a lot of yards, maybe not a lot of touchdowns, but he could be a guy who is productive and you could throw him in on bye weeks, get you a couple points. He's going to be, I think, very solid. Yeah, and I really like the pick because of the yeah. position and he's going to come in with a, a chip on his shoulder. I, he obviously knows how to get the job done, so I really do like that one too. I, and what I like about it is he's not going to be overhyped. You can actually, he's actually going to be a true sleeper. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I like that one a lot. And let's be honest, Watkins has a hard time staying on the field. Yeah, so he does. even if he's not number two, he's probably going to get a lot of playing time. Yeah. And I think he's going to get a lot of catches. I really He was that kind of guy. and I mean, to be drafted still at the top of the second, that's still a very could be a very productive player. 
he's going to, again, I probably, I would might throw a dollar on him in an auction and pick him up and just see what happens. That I don't know if he'll be drafted in all leagues, but I don't, I wouldn't hesitate to pick him up for, for a little money and just see what he does. I like the pick. And I think that could help Tyrod Taylor a little bit. Finally has somebody else to throw the ball to. <laughs> he needs somebody out there and hopefully Watkins stays healthy. That changes everything. So other players out here. Might as well just keep going on the list. Curtis Samuel from Ohio State. Wide receiver, I guess. He also played running back. He's another interesting player like that. He went to the Panthers. So it's good. The Panthers needed another guy. I thing is, I'm not... Uh, I don't really... Curtis Samuel, I'm not... Yeah, you're, you're about to find out I'm a, I'm a Panther hater at the moment. I'm not a big I, I Curtis Samuel fan. See, Samuel is that wide receiver and played some running back, and they got McCaffrey the same thing. I don't know if they're going to know how to use these guys the right way. Yeah, I, I just don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm not a big um, – he won't be on any of my teams. He, no, he's a I, sleeper, so if someone is, knows something, I don't. I'll be honest. I'm, I just wasn't a big fan. Maybe it's because I'm a Michigan fan and the Ohio State <laughs> hate it. Maybe. I'm not saying for sure. I don't I don't think that's what's happening, but maybe. Maybe it is. But I wasn't a big fan of his. I don't really know what he's going to do. Obviously, the guy's very athletic. He's a great NFL – he could be a great player. I just don't know if he's going to be put in a situation where he's going to be able to – get the numbers. I mean, look at some other players we've seen before that can do all these kind of things like Tavon Austin. He's just never been used right with the Rams. Are are they going to use this kind of guy right? Are they going to put him in the right situations? I just don't know if these guys ever get enough work. Like Tyreek Hill did for the Chiefs. The Chiefs use somebody like this the right way. You can play numerous positions and things, but it seems more, more than not that they don't get used right. Or not enough to have enough fantasy yeah. value, and and that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's fantasy value. He he probably will help the team because they need a lot of help on offense. Yep. But for fantasy value, especially his rookie year, I, I don't see yeah, a whole lot. I'm not terribly interested in looking at him. Obviously, in a, in a dynasty league, he's a guy you're going to pick in like the third round. Maybe somebody might give him a second. Throw him on your team. In the, I mean, everybody basically, any pretty much all these skill position players get picked in a rookie yeah, dynasty and league. You so. kind of wait and see, right? Yep. Another guy right after him. This is a lot more interesting. Delvin Cook. Yeah, Delvin Cook fell farther than to, I thought he yeah, was going went to. to the Vikings here. Which is, I mean, if they hadn't have gotten Latavius Murray, I'd right now I'd be like, wow, this is amazing. I, like, Delvin Cook would just be jumping up the board right now. It, But he's um, he's going to be splitting time with Murray right now. But Murray, I don't think Murray's not going to be now this every down back. It's going to be like Murray was in Oakland almost with these other guys coming in. Cook's going to get playing time. He's not going to be. Th- yeah, I actually think it might be worse than Oakland. Yeah, uh, it's possible. I mean, Murray still put up good numbers. I would have no problem if it was that same situation. Yep. Personally, I like Delvin Cook more than I like Murray as a as a runner. Yeah, I've never been a big Murray fan. No, he's just he's a big back that does pretty well, and uh, he's always going to be the workhorse because of you know his body type compared to the other ones around him. Delvin Cook. Could steal a whole lot of work from him. Well, he was really productive at Florida State. He dropped. He didn't have a great combine. There's some questions about off-field issues. You know, you hear that. You don't really. I mean, what really is it? But if you actually just look at the tape and how he played, this guy was just ridiculously good. He should have been a top 15 pick, like just based off how good he was. Obviously, now there's these other questions, but he could be really great in dynasty wise. He needs to be. I mean. He's definitely first round in Dynasty, I feel like. Because in two years, he could be the guy for sure. Yeah. Murray, I, I think he is Murray's going to be round. there for a year or two, I think. Two yeah. years, maybe. And I think in the Vikings' offense, because of, you know, they'll probably have their struggles passing the ball as well. 
I think they're going to try to establish the run. I think Murray and Cook could both have value right away. I'm not saying – I think they kind of hurt each other. The question is yep. who do you go for, right? I think Murray is obviously going to be the, the guy that's going to get more points right away. I think Cook might be the the late-year guy. Yep. Um, so that's going to be a tough one. I think but it dro- drops the prices of both of them. Down it it does, and it's kind of good. I'm – I'll be. I'm kind of. I'm very interested in Delvin Cook because I think I could get a real steal with him. Yep. So if his price stays low, which it yeah. probably should, because I'm interested. I'd throw some some dollars at him and just take a chance that yeah. he could be the guy too. He it's again. It, we talk. It could be that Jordan Howard situation. Like he came in behind a guy who really was just okay. Yeah. And, and Murray and is definitely way better of a running back and athlete than like a Langford. Yep. Um, you know, I don't want to downplay him too much because he's. I don't think Delvin Cook is going to completely overtake him. But I think he could, by the end of the year, it could easily be a 50-50 split, even if both of them stay healthy. Oh, definitely. All right, let's jump around. I'll skip over these real quick just to mention them, though. There's two tight ends went off the board in the second, 12 and 13. The Rams picked up Gerald Everett from South Alabama, and the Bears picked up Adam Shaheen from Ashland. So just saying those schools, you know we know absolutely nothing about them. But it is interesting they went that high in the second yeah. round for two guys that – we literally know nothing. I know. About I'm so. not going to lie to you, people. <laughs> nothing. I have no idea. I don't Your know anybody. Is good South line. Alabama and Ashland. There's nothing yeah. I know about those guys. And once again, the tight end field is so cluttered, full yeah. of the same level for fantasy. Yeah, just these don't guys even, don't, they don't register they don't on my radar right at now. all. But it's just interesting to see them that high. Uh, Joe Mixon went. We talked about Joe Mixon mm-hmm. already. We don't really need to go over <laughs> Joe, it again. We're just going to call him Talk Joe now. Joe. <laughs> Another offense to Sean Kaiser again. We talked about that. He's not going to have any fantasy value right now, but. You want to stash him in a dynasty? Sure, but don't do it in the first couple rounds. Wait. Yeah, wait know. on him. And then just really the next guy. Who, I'm actually very interested in this situation here. End of the second. Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver from USC, went to the Steelers. This could this could be very interesting. It it is, but then again, Steelers are so packed full already. It, they are. It and especially with the return. Did you see? Did of, you see with the what I think, um, what Martavis Bryant tweeted after this, no. that, um, something about basically saying that Sammy Coates can they picked his replacement. So yeah, <laughs> Bryant just needs to shut up. Saying, shut up, Bryant. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy Coates should just be glad that he stuck around and he got a paycheck for so but long. Bryant, what a he he was such a, a bust because yeah, he, he had was, all the chances he? in the world. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but my gosh, man, did he blow it? Because how right, many times, right. how many chances can he get? But I I like this actually. Dynasty, I might be picking this guy up. I really he, he could be, but it's yeah. interesting. I'm no because honestly, these Steelers receivers, you always, like Sammy Coates. You, shoot, I, why can't Eli Rogers? Like I was gonna say, they still have Eli Rogers. Like, Coates is on but, his way out. I'm guessing. But these but, guys always step. These guys, you're always interested in these third, or fourth receivers from Steelers. I think they actually got one that's actually a good player. And Martavis Bryant should be the number two. No, he, yeah, he, Smith Schuster will be the number three. I just say Juju. I don't know. Juju Eli, should be the number three. I think he's gonna maybe, be but three. Eli Rogers, he's not going to be the number three or way. It's going to be Rogers. Rogers more in the. Slot I don't think this guy is going to have value, fantasy value in maybe the first not, year. Maybe not in like regular redraft, but I would. This is a guy who is on my radar for dynasty. And you could you could take a risk on him and like if you're going late second round, yep. he could be a sneaky pick. You just don't know when he's going to get the ability to play, and if you're if you draft him, you're kind of just hoping that. Martavius screws up again because yep. <laughs> I mean that's really what it's going to take, or he's going to take over the third position. But with as much as as much action as Bell gets, yep. Antonio Brown, Martavius Bryant, and then also Roethlisberger threatening to leave every year. So if this guy yep. doesn't really get a lot of playing time yep. until year three, 
Roethlisberger could be gone. So that's that's my that's why I'm holding back because that team is so stacked on offense. Oh yeah, um, for wide receivers with Martavius Bryant back. Yep. No, that is true. They really are. So, but he is a talented guy, and you, you know, I mean, you can never have enough in in your dynasty league. You can't have enough talent on your bench. So, no, you, you definitely can't. All right, a couple wide receivers went here, so we're gonna kind of gloss over them because honestly, again, we know these. We know a lot of players, but we don't know everybody. We're not NFL draft experts here. Um, the Rams picked up in the. This is early in the third year. They picked up Cooper Cup, wide receiver from Eastern Washington. So don't know. Again, once you see these small schools, you realize. Yeah, I watched so much tape on him. Eastern Washington, man, big big time um, fan. I'm a big time fan of them. But no, who knows? He's with the Rams. Yeah. They could use a receiver. Maybe he'll be something. We don't know. He, don't he's know. not. He's <laughs> probably not. Cooper, <laughs> not maybe. not next year. With no. not in the Rams system. <laughs> um, the Titans picked up another receiver here at the, early in the third. Taewon Taylor from Western Kentucky. Yeah. He's 5'11", 203, so he looks like he's a little slot guy probably. I have literally know nothing. I'm just making that up as we go. Because, again, <laughs> as we go, these these guys from these smaller schools, it's just you don't know much about. But they I like could, to see the Titans yeah. getting some more receivers here. Yeah, and all these guys can develop into something. But and if they are guys, a third rounder, there's obviously talent there. That yeah. We just don't know much about them. But does it, if they're in the third round, they're picked there for a reason. Yeah. They're, they're talented players. The reason I'm not going to talk about them too much, though, is... Yep. Straight, you don't know how they're going to fit into the offense. Yep. You don't, they probably won't have a big role their first year, so they're not fancy relevant. Jets picked up a receiver, 15th pick in the third round. Our Darius Stewart from Alabama, 5'11", 204, another mm-hmm. smaller guy. Jets need, I guess, they need. Yeah, they definitely need some receiver help. I'm not interested in the, anybody from the Jets, but not like even slightly. <laughs> the Broncos picked up a wide receiver from Louisiana Tech, Carlos Henderson. I've heard a little bit about Henderson, but... And with the Broncos, if they had a quarterback, I'd be more interested in this. They just don't. I don't think Simeon is going to be good enough, and I just. I, oh, and Paxton Lynch, I don't know if he ever will be good enough either. I just. I don't think there's enough off because I'm not even sure Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are going to do anything. It can't be on a third receiver right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I pick him in up. Those in the, guys. This he could be a drafted guy, but again, five eleven, one ninety nine, another small guy like this. Yeah, and. Just don't know too much. Uh, from the the Bucks picked up Chris Godwin. I actually like. I know a little about Chris Godwin, not too much from Penn State. A little bigger, six one two zero nine. He could be interesting. I like the Bucks. See with the he like they're probably probably their fourth receiver out of after Adam Humphreys, but he has actually I think has some potential to be decent. But he's behind plenty of guys. Yeah, he's behind them right now, and he's behind. I don't mind situations like that because you look at it and you're like, Deshaun Jackson is getting older, yep. and Humphreys. Is was very serviceable, but, but if, yeah, if this guy truly is athletic, like they say, he, he would have the ability to jump over him. I, yep. I don't think he'll have fancy value this year, but no, um, no, that's an interesting one. I like him for roster. dynasty picks. That's one I'm actually going to be kind of looking at later in a dynasty. The Chiefs picked up Kareem Hunt, running back from Toledo. So they got, and this is the third here. I think this could be a situation where somebody could actually do something. Maybe not right away, but. Spencer Ware. Yeah. I mean, I don't know enough about Cream Hunt, but I like where your head's at because it, just, it is a situation yep. where if this guy shows up, he could get some real playing time pretty quickly. Yep. And getting the, getting him in the third round does show that maybe they're, Spencer Ware, they're not 100% sold on him, but they do need a backup for him anyway. And they need. He went to a smaller school, too, so yep. you really. It could be the reason why he, he slips to say the thing. That's. I, this is. That's going to be a little more intriguing to me. Especially in Dynasty. And um, even like uh, Todd McShay, I had to say, Todd McShay actually says that the this was the Chiefs' best pick of the draft. So 
Oh, wow. Interesting. That's cool. You know, they actually did trade up to get him, too. So they were definitely interested in him. I, I'm going to be – this is one I'm going to watch a little bit more because just – I mean, it's all situation. And I'm not 100% sold on Spencer Ware. So if this is – basically when he comes down to these picks. I mean, Jordan Howard was down here last year. You just got to look at the situation. Some of these guys, they're all talented to be drafted here. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what they can do. A quarterback went. Davis Webb from California went to the Giants. Obviously, he's not going to do anything this year. It's going to be like three, four years down the road. But Giants are definitely planning for when Eli's gone. Here we go. There's a little more interesting running back again. Deontay Foreman went to the Texans. Yeah, I'm. He's going to be. He's going to be Miller's backup right away. I'm a big fan of this guy. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I saw he went to the Texans, yep. and I realized the only guy he has to beat out is Miller. <laughs> and he was extremely productive at Texas. He was, and I can't believe he went in round three because this guy is huge back yep. that actually has speed, and he dominated in college. Yes, he, yep. he was a Doak Walker winner, yep. and he slips all the way to the third round on a team that is already very, very good. And it's one injury away from, I think, him being a, a stud. Yeah, because I think right away they can use him in goal line situations. He is. I'm trying. I have to look up how exactly. Six foot, two hundred thirty-three pounds. This guy's a battering ram compared he to is. Miller. So I like I him. I really like him. I, he's someone, and me and Craig can fight over him in the state. Yeah. But he's gonna be one that I, I truly want. I think I might be able to get him in the second round of yeah. a dynasty league, and I I love him. He's. He's my pick to be the next Howard. And if you if you have um, Lamar Miller. You get you have to get Foreman. I think he's the handcuff. And I agree. I definitely think I. This is a definitely a situation I like. And he I mean, he was so productive. I mean, playing at a big school. So yeah, he was really overlooked. I'm surprised. Yeah, he really did go down there. I thought he was going to be a second round type guy, but you know, I didn't. You know, he went after some guys that we don't know as much about. But I mean, that happens. But yeah. I like him a lot. And some receivers went off the board. The Lions picked up. Kenny Galladay from Northern Illinois. He's a big target, 6'4". He might get some red zone looks, but not going to be very fantasy relevant right now. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. But <laughs> with the Lions, He's especially with how many people have disappointed, yeah. um, there's been a huge – there is going to be a little of, of wiggle room if this kid actually comes out and, yep. and shows up because he is very, very tall. And let's be honest, Tate didn't come on until the end of the season. Yeah. And then um, – What's his face? I've, I've, <laughs> Marvin Jones. I've blinked him out from my memory because he, he made me so angry last year. Yep. He completely disappeared. Yep. And Ebron has been up and down. So I'm not saying he's going to be relevant, but that situation, he actually could come up with something because he has height when the other ones don't either. So. Yep. All right. Then Chad Williams, wide receiver from Grambling, went to the Cardinals. We don't know much about him, yeah. but I wish Cardinals I knew. Do, do need another I receiver? Say, I wish so. I knew more about this kid because yep. I, I'm not a, that's sure. an interesting situation though with that offense. Needed another receiver at this point, so I'm going to watch that one a little bit. Then I'll drop a little bit. Another tight end went. Jonu Smith went to the Titans. Yay! He's from Florida International. That's why we really don't know too much about him. There we go. Then James Conner, running back from Pittsburgh, went to the Steelers. Actually, stayed in Pittsburgh. He's now probably going to be. Le'Veon Bell's backup, I would think, at this point. D'Angelo Williams isn't coming back. Fitzgerald Toussaint's no good. And no, what was uh, what does this one look like? Connor, he's six one two thirty three. So he's a big. He's boy. good. You know, he, he actually came back from cancer, I believe. So oh, really? and a feel good story. Yep, he's and he gets to stay home. He's I like him, but I mean, obviously, he's behind Bell. He's not going to ever be the guy at this point. But he's a he's the backup now. 
mean, most likely. He's yeah. the, he's and you the saw guy. William, the thing about him is he's going to be a handcuff. He truly is the number two, yep. and you have Bell. You have to get him. So you, you're going to want to look into this kid a lot. Yep, I like I like that pick. He, if you're a Bell owner, you need him. And the Seahawks picked Amara Darbo, wide receiver from Michigan. They have a million receivers that never do anything. Yeah. And I think that's going to be – I don't know. Darbo was okay at Michigan. I watched him a lot. He's no game changer type. He's just he's a he's a he's a good receiver, but I mean, how many of those kind of guys do they have at Seattle? We always think they're going to do something. They have a million guys. So exactly. Just, I mean, you still have a couple guys that that have a lot more yep. talent and speed yeah, that just, are still yeah waiting in the wings. Jaguars went and picked Dede Westbrook, wide receiver from Oklahoma, who has definitely had a lot of off the field issues, and people were kind of disappointed in this pick, even probably more than Mixon. What's up with Oklahoma and off the field issues, guys? Here, I don't know what Stoops is doing over there. But, <laughs> People were actually kind of upset about this pick, but he's talented. But Jaguars have another guy there now, but I don't know if he, he might have issues that come up and not be able to make the field. So not going to know much there. But then here we go. It's already the fourth. It's the fourth round, but there's a guy I'm actually extremely excited about and going to be looking to get. Samajay Pirine, another Oklahoma guy, running back, went to the Redskins. And the reason I'm excited about this, I really don't think Rob Kelly is – this amazing running back. Another running back that can be... I think he could be... In this. If you would have put these two up against each other last year in the draft, like Kelly wasn't drafted. Pirine is more talented of a back, I really believe. I could definitely see a situation where he becomes the starter. And this is this this could be the Jordan Howard situation. Yeah, that's a great This is what you keep pick. looking for, but yeah. this is my pick for that. If I had to pick one guy right now that I think even more than I think Mixon or those kind of guys, it's this right here. He's 5'11", 233. Another one of those type. <laughs> right. I like this a lot and because I, I'm not sold on Rob Kelly. No, and a lot of people aren't sold on Rob Kelly. Well, even even if you do think Rob Kelly is the guy, I mean, do you really think he's an every-down bag? No. And I assume you're going to say, no, there's definitely room for a two-headed beast in Washington. Have they given up completely? On every other running back there. It sounds like they've given up on Matt Jones. They're trying to shop yes. him, but who no one wants him. Exactly. So I think whoever turns out to be that guy, and it looks like it's going to be him, yep. is going to get some early playing time right away. So I, I think you're right. I, I don't know how good this guy is. I haven't I haven't watched he, him. He's, he's good. He was good at Oklahoma. Obviously played with Mixon. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, didn't get all the work. But he, he's a good back. And this, yeah, if there's a situation where a guy – becomes a starter this is what i think it's going to be right here i will definitely be targeting him in dynasties probably second round i mean if i can if i can get him where i am definitely with second round i don't even think i can get him i honestly think he's going to be hyped up a little bit and i think he's going to look better than kelly in preseason i really do this is this is my pick for a a late round running back that's going to come out this year this is where it is right i like it i'll go through some of the list here rams picked up another receiver josh reynolds from texas a&m Eagles picked up Mac Hollins from North Carolina. So just a couple more of those guys. Then the Bears picked up a backup for Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen from North Carolina, AT&T. 5'6", 179. Small little guy. Yeah, wow. <laughs> He's definitely a small guy. He was um, definitely productive, but he played at North Carolina, AT&T. So, I mean, can't really even look at numbers with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You we'll see in the in the preseason everything like that, but there's been plenty of you know, smaller there smaller is. backs that have been very productive. So, 49ers picked up Joe Williams, running back from Utah. So, 
So maybe he's Hyde's backup, but he's going to fight with Hightower and Dewan Harris and whatever. There's a million guys there. So this is not that's not what I'm very excited about. <laughs> the Bengals got a receiver, another one, Josh Malone from Tennessee again. Once you get down here, there's not much. The, but the Eagles, Donnell Pumphrey from San Diego State. He's, I believe, if I'm right, he is the all-time leading rusher in Division One football. He set the record last year. He played for San Diego State, so yeah. But the Eagles running back situation isn't great. If they're releasing Matthews, I mean, how good is Wendell Smallwood? Do you really expect a lot from him? No. Right? No, and that I mean, that's a situation where there's a slot to be filled. There is. And, I, I mean, you know, you can say whatever you want about going to a small school, but if you're productive, you're productive. And mm-hmm. you've seen it year and year and year. Every time a a back that comes out of one of those smaller schools or that wasn't talked about a ton, and, I mean, you can go, was it Forte was uh, Tulane, I think. Yep. And, I mean, obviously David Johnson was kind of one of those guys. And I mean, Yeah, definitely. There's th- These kind of guys can be good. You really don't know. if they. He's been productive. So now you have to just decide if it was situation in small school or if he can really do it. But, but he's, same thing. you got to look at the situation of this. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of people to overcome. No, nope. that's where this is a more interesting one because the situation could be there for him. If he can play, he's going to have a chance to. So I'm going to look a little closer at him and what's going to happen here. Another one that I'm actually going to be very interested in is Jamal Williams from BYU. Went to the Packers. One of the three running backs the Packers picked, but he's the first one. <laughs> so he's probably the one they like a little more. As soon as they went and made this draft, that picked all these running backs, they released Chris and Michael. <laughs> so he's probably now, I mean, he's the number two if he beats up. Like, he's the number two, I guess, uh, what is by it? default, behind just, a guy who's not a true running back. Yeah, I was going to say, so Montgomery's number so, one still. This could be interesting. He was, a, he was a very productive back in college. Basically why he's probably down here in the fourth round is his his speed. He only ran, a, I believe, like a 4.59, I think it was, at the combine. So a little slower. You know, Anybody who has numbers like that, you drop. It's just what's going to happen. So his, his numbers weren't great. But last year at BYU, he ran for 1,300 yards, 5.9 yards per carry, scored 12 touchdowns. So he's productive. BYU does play some decent teams. I mean, they don't, they're not obviously playing all great defenses every week, but he was productive. He's just obviously he's a productive player who has, you know, doesn't look as athletic. He already ran for 3,900 yards over his career, so he's he's a productive guy. And he's really, he's behind him. Ty Montgomery's not a running back, truly. Like, he's, he's he was good last year for the most part, but he's not an every-down guy at running back. He can't take... There's no way Montgomery can run the ball 20 times a game. I, I don't see that happening. Maybe the Packers don't need anybody to do that. But if Montgomery goes down with an injury, all of a sudden Williams is there. And he's in a productive offense. So it's one I'm going to definitely be interested in. Yeah, I, I get a little scared on this one because someone is going to have fantasy relevance because they're going to use one of those rookies. They're just, yep. They almost have to. They have to. My question is, I don't really know which one it's going to be, no. and I think it's going to be decided in after preseason, <laughs> so you're not going to have enough time to really figure yeah. it out. And you don't – like, he's just the first one off the board, so as of right now, yeah. everyone thinks he's the guy. But, yeah, who knows the difference between fourth and fifth round at this point? Like, is it really going to be that big of a difference? So. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, in, in each one of these guys that they picked – 
you know, yeah. there's there's something about them, and they yep. they differ in size and and big playability. And some of them were a little more, you know, got a little injured a little more than the others yep. ones did. So I almost feel like they just said, "Hey, we know we need <laughs> running backs. So we're gonna load get, up, get all, see which one's the best. Exactly. We're gonna figure and out which one's the best. And we're probably keeping two out of the three. This is a situation <laughs> to watch. And if you can, if your dynasty draft is after, like this starts to you know sort out a little bit, get one of these guys in a later round because. It, it could be a very good situation. I mean, they obviously just decided Michael's worthless now, and still, I like Ty Montgomery, but he's not—he's not a true every-down running back. So, this could be a very, you know, interesting pick. And Starks isn't around anymore either. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is what it, this is. These one of these the rookies has to just yeah. realize he got put <laughs> in the greatest situation of all yep. time. All right, let's move on from that. Ju Chesson, another Michigan receiver, went to the Chiefs. Again, yeah, he's okay. Not going to expect much from him. Then there's another more interesting pick. Wayne Gallman from Clemson, the running back, went to the Giants. And Giants, I believe, what, Jennings isn't around anymore. It's Paul Perkins, basically, team. And I'm not sold on Paul Perkins at all. I'm I'm not either. I think they finally came out and said that is pretty he's much. The, he's, he's the guy. A, he's the guy. He's the guy by default. Yeah, exactly. Really. And I, I don't really like, I didn't. Nothing I've seen makes me believe that he is going to be the future running back you know, of that team. Gallman, he's been productive at Clemson. He's ran for about five yards per carry and got a bunch of touchdowns every year. Last year he had 17. The year before he had 13. He's But he, he played with a good offense, with a good quarterback. You know, he's going to probably put good numbers up. But he was good. I mean, how is he's no worse than – he's definitely – he's probably even more productive than Perkins, better coming out of school than Perkins. Where, I didn't know where Perkins was drafted last year. He was he wasn't in the first round definitely, but Gallman has a shot. It's another situation where if he comes into camp and he's clearly the better guy, he's, Perkins doesn't built up anything where he's gonna automatically be the starter. So this is a situation where he can just jump in there. And we keep bringing up Jordan Howard, but that is what that situation is. I mean, Langford was good yeah. the year before, but he didn't he didn't have the he wasn't the sure thing guy. Yeah, and it happens every year. And not I mean, yeah, he's Jordan, just the most, Jordan, most recent one. Yeah, and he, and he was he what a fourth the, round pick last year too, I think. Yeah, but and that's the crazy part is a lot of these running backs because there's not as much of an emphasis on anymore. Jordan Howard was ver, like well received by every NFL scout. They yeah. thought he was probably the the purest runner, hitting holes, everything like that. But he didn't have the top end speed. He didn't have this. He didn't have that. And they start picking these guys apart. Yep. And that's what happens. So you find guys that were productive that can, you know, run in between the tackles, pick out holes, have some sort of vision. And they go on, you know, go to a team that doesn't really have a true running back mm-hmm. set. They can really do it. And Howard is a, a kind of a unique situation because Langford was probably one of the we, it, was, yeah. it was very, very apparent. But yeah. at the same time... Um, but the giant Perkins, it's the same kind of thing. We exactly. don't think Perkins is any good. So, he might be, but I'm not... From what I saw, Perkins wasn't that impressed. Mm-mm. There's there's a few places here where you could take a risk and you might end up with a starting yep. running back. Usually they don't happen as quick as Howard did, yep. but especially in dynasty leagues or at the, end of, at the end of the year, if you're looking for keepers or anything like that, these are the guys you're going to be going after because... I tell you, it, it's more about the playing time they can get than the overall. I don't want to say talent because that's not the correct word, but talent really. Yep. Because I mean, you could be as talented as they come. Say, uh, <laughs> you know, a Kamara <laughs> that yep. everyone you know lost their mind over, and then you get put in a terrible situation where there's just no possible way you can overcome Ingram and AP. 
You could yeah. be a lesser talent, and all you have to do is overcome Perkins, and that's who we're looking for. Yep. All right, another running back, actually, just a couple picks later, that I think is in a good spot. It's Marlon Mack. He's from South Florida, running back. He went to the Colts. Colts don't have a true backup to Gore. They've tried other guys. Josh Ferguson last year. I can't remember. Though. There's been other guys. Robert Turbin. Like, no one has obviously showed themselves as the true number two. And Gore can't do this forever. No, but this does make me, because they didn't get a, a primetime guy, it does yeah. make me believe that our Gore's idea, still the guy. Yeah, Gore's right? still the guy. So you can pick up Gore for real cheap and yep. enjoy a half year laughing yep. your butt off by as many points as he gets you <laughs> and, for not doing but, anything. But Mac, he again another productive guy. He ran three years straight. He, he's run for over a thousand yards in college. His yards per carry went five point two, six point six, six point eight. Damn. He obviously plays for South Florida. It's you still, know, but six still, point eight is he, ridiculous. He, last year he ran. He only had one hundred seventy four carries last year, but eleven eighty seven yards. 6.8 yards per carry with 15 touchdowns. Is this guy uh, a big guy or a small guy? I love how I'm learning about him now. Yeah, Mac, he's 5'11", 213. So. so, all right, he's a mid, mid-level mid yeah, guy. Yeah, this much, is, this is yeah. another interesting one, though. This now, is because of the, not because of the team they go to. I have to go back and actually look up right? all, these, all these guys. That's, that a, that's a, have a player where you kind of just need to look at it a little bit, and he could... He could be something. He's a dynasty pick for sure. And even in a regular draft. It, well, he, he's the only guy there. And, I mean, and Gore is very, very say, like Because you know Turbin isn't going to. No, no. He's, no, like we know he's those not going to be the guy. We know those guys aren't it. So that, this is that's probably on my list of that's probably it for guys that I think could actually do something. That and this, this is basically the end of the fourth. And that's kind of what it is. Once you get past yeah. the fourth. I mean, there's. I'll just kind of go real quick. Um Buck picked Jeremy McNichols, a running back from Boise State. So the Bucks, we talked about the running back situation. We do think they're still fine with Martin, but if something does go wrong with Martin and he doesn't, you know, he's suspended for a couple of games. Maybe who knows? Look at McNichols. Watch out. Watch. Remember that name. It's still going to be Rogers after that, but then maybe he steps in. Falcons picked up a running back in Brian Hill from Wyoming, but they have too many guys. So once you get past that, it's just a lot of. People taking chances at players, so like the, the Cardinals picked up a running back who's again probably not going to do much, but who could be the backup for David Johnson? He, yeah, so he could end up having handcuffs. Yep. You know, and then Packers. The, the next running back they picked up was Aaron Jones from UTEP. That was their fifth round guy at the end of the fifth. So that's pretty much it, though. After that, there could be somebody that breaks out in the sixth and seventh, but they obviously they're not as once you get really past like the fourth. That's where it kind of breaks down, and then you're really just yeah. taking a chance. And the other, the other position, and once again, it's a tight end, so I don't think he's going to have any value this first year. Yep. But um, a guy, though I hate the team, but yep. Jake Butt, <laughs> yep. um, I, he went to the Broncos, and the guy is a, a throwback because he can block and he he does really well when he catches. He's kind of deceptive. Um, I watched the guy, and he's he's very very good talent. The problem was he got injured right at the end, yep. so he dropped. A ton he's of def- spots. He's a good dynasty pick. That is for yeah, sure. Yeah, and I, I truly thought he he fell at, to a good team being the Broncos. So dynasty, keep him on your radar, yeah. um, especially if you start hearing stuff about him in, in you know preseason. But um, in redraft leagues, he's probably not going to be on your radar. No, no, and you know that's pretty much. Yeah. Oh, actually, one last guy who get drafted here. Packers picked up a receiver. I don't even know how to say the guy's first name. Malachi, Malachi. I don't know. Do they have so Dupree? many receivers? He was from he was from LSU. And the only reason I bring him up is because I know he was a five-star recruit out of high school. 
which a lot of times those guys do have talent. LSU just didn't – their offense with Les Miles, they they weren't great. Like he, they just never threw the ball well. They never had a good quarterback. So maybe this guy – I mean, coming out of high – a lot of times these five-star players, these recruiting rankings, they get it right for the most part. Like I saw this thing just earlier today, like 75% of five-stars – for this class or whatever were drafted. So pretty much if you're a five-star, you get drafted. Yeah. You probably have the talent. I wonder if maybe this was a spot where it's a situation. And I wouldn't be talking about him, too, if he didn't go over to the Packers. It's also the Packers. Yep. A highly talented guy who, I mean, he, he was that. We thought he was that. Maybe played in a team that really was, it was a four net. It was running the ball. They didn't throw the ball. Now he's with the Packers. Could be interesting. Could be. It, they, they just have a lot of talent. There. Yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with what you're talking about, especially with you know five star. I mean, the people that were five stars, they're usually are there's, the people there's that a reason. First, it was like Fournette, Mixon, like yeah. There's a reason they huge. have that fifth star. Yeah. But and the problem with Packers is yeah, they have just so many know, wide receiver talent. It's I mean, just we, a name I might. Kind we of were watch. talking about Geronimo too. I mean, yeah, yeah. That guy's gonna be fighting, and he he looked great. Yep. So that's that's just why I might just kind of watch that name. It's it's interesting. Yep. But, all right. That's pretty much it. I think for our draft. Yeah, so went through quite a bit of players. I was gonna say hey, that's quite. We're gonna have to break that down a little more. Yeah, but. Definitely will. Um, there's there's definitely some situations there though, like third, fourth round running backs that we are interested in that are just players to watch. And as we get going here, we'll definitely even break it down more. We'll probably be coming up here do a little dynasty rookie draft because we can actually do that now. So yeah. that'll be coming up, I bet, pretty soon here. But that's all I got for today. All right, we will talk to you guys next time.